0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Getting Things Done podcast from GTD Nordic. I'm Morten Røvik, and I'm here as always with my friend and colleague, Lars radskel Hendrickson. Hello, Lars.
1: <laughs> Hi, Morten. Good to be back with you once again, and once again, looking forward to sharing some more thoughts on GTD with our listeners and yours. For those of you who have not listened to our podcast before or watched it, our goal is to support you in improving your GCD practice or learning GCD, becoming better GCDers and, and more experiencing the benefits of GCD and becoming more productive, less stressed and being better at staying present with whatever you're doing. And um, we hope that you find these episodes valuable regardless of your experience with GCD. And as always... If you're looking for a refresher on the best practices for the five steps, or, um, you know, just get an introduction to, to what we are, are talking about here. The first six episodes of this podcast is where you'll find that.
0: Great. Uh, we are having an episode today that we called renewing your GTD practices after the pandemic. And uh, when you listen to this, it's probably going to be after what we call summer here in Scandinavia, which is in July slash August. And um, we are just going to mention that briefly that we just have two years, two years anniversary for our podcast. That was in late May and hurrah for us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yay thanks everyone for listening our birthday was indeed on may 29th in 2019 so yeah. we passed the two-year mark at the time of this recording yeah and i
0: checked uh, last night just out of curiosity that we've have around one hundred eighteen thousand downloads now which is mm. super uh I'm very excited about everybody listening to us and that's yeah, thank you for thank doing you so that much. yeah and thank you for all the feedback we get because we get a lot of feedback yeah. from people and um, uh, maybe we should do a feedback episode because people are just have that as a regular one. So I don't know if we've received some emails. I don't know if you just start with that. You have a lot of emails. Can you find them quickly, <laughs> Mr. Roscoe <laughs> Hendrickson?
1: Maybe, maybe I, I can. Let me see what I can can dig up. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm throwing in curveballs there now. Yes, and I'm exactly. Happy, I'm happy no, for you. Uh,
1: one that came to mind uh, and one that I just dug up now was from, from Anka living in Bucharest, Romania, just... Um you know uh um, thanking us for the for the different episodes uh helped her tremendously in her methodology and, and better implementing it in her life keeping her on track with the weekly review uh she said it has literally literally re- improved my life perspective 100 percent. so um and she appreciated the accents so i wrote back to her thanks because i don't think we're going to be able to to change those no. um and um yeah please continue doing the podcast we definitely will thank you exactly. Anka, for
0: writing us this is uh, you know when people do that and encourage us to continue that that helps us so if you want to you know help with our motivation because we understand that not only are people listening but it's uh, giving them value so if you have value of this the podcast that we are uh, you're listening to now please send us an email at podcast at gtd dot dk that is podcast at gtd dot dk okay
1: and you'll and find it in the
0: show notes and you will find it in the show notes as well but normally when we mention this is at the end maybe people will skip that end because it's kind of like a they transport never. never no because <laughs> then then they will they will not hear our east see our easter eggs you know exactly um, so. okay well uh renewing your GTG practices after the pandemic so um uh, when the pandemic is over, the idea is then that your GTD practices will change a little. Um, maybe uh, how you, you know, what projects can you move from? The first thing that comes to my mind is that if you use the someday maybe for post pandemic uh, things, that might be um, an idea to look at. And first and foremost, I would suggest that people, this is my you know, on top of my head, would be to start uh, start a weekly review, but do it a post pandemic review. Mm. Try and try and look at uh, the weekly review as you know, changing everything, being flexible, whatever you put on your list, and see has that changed uh, since now the pandemic is over. What do you need to focus on? So, so how would you attack this, Lars, with um, uh, if you did um, a thorough post pandemic, post pandemic weekly review, what would it be the first thing you looked at?
1: Yeah, and maybe just take a step back to to, to how we came to, to making this the episode uh, title. It's, mm-hmm. it's just that that uh, I know from many coaching clients here in Denmark that they really experience now a, a shift at this time. So in, in Denmark at the time of this recording, things are opening up a bit again. Um, and, and it really clearly has made an impact on both the GTD systems and the GTD practices. Um, so mm-hmm. taking a step back and looking at that and um i think you know the review of the projects list the project inventory is is um you know something that we would do on a weekly basis part of the weekly review but taking the different perspective like you said and and looking at how you know are these still active projects in my world because Mm. likely some things are changing now have changed will change in the near future that you might already know about um so that evaluation of the project status uh it says you know uh, it's still valid all things considered maybe Mm -hmm. five new projects just landed on your desk um should this then go on hold on someday maybe be delegated to someone else so taking that perspective when you Mm -hmm. run through your projects list and and thinking that through with just a slightly different or maybe expanded mindset i think that's Mm -hmm. that's probably a really good good starting point to look at from from that perspective
0: Mm. and and um since well since the world is opening up again um
1: we hope let's see at the time of this uh, Um, when we release this recording uh, and things are different in different parts of the world but fingers crossed
0: yes if if and if the the world is opening up at your end of the world in your reality then then you will have suddenly some context you haven't been using for a while like the the physical (laughs) office maybe back in play maybe you go back there uh, yeah. Maybe not, you know. Maybe we will. There's been a lot of discussion here in Norway, and I'm sure in Denmark as well, on the, the nature of the, uh, sorry, the the nature of the future office. Is mm. it going to be? Do we need uh, an office? And uh, and if so, how how often do we need to go there? Yeah. And, exactly. Um, is is because suddenly a lot of people found uh, the benefits of the home office. Um, and now we are kind of used to that. So uh, I'm sure a lot of people, especially maybe those of us who are a little introverted, um, loved the home office because, Mm. and maybe hated it if you didn't manage the the technology, because the technology can make you just as vulnerable to interruptions as anything else physically can do. So, but mm. if you manage that and have less interactions with your colleagues you get more of the right stuff done because the, the interactions sorry the, the interruptions was were less yeah exactly but, but if when it starts opening up so maybe you will then put back um and you know the physical office uh, at office as uh when you are physically there that might happen um, i don't know about the rest of the world but our end of the world has the same. Almost anything has been shut down. You know, the for for the longest time we, we were not able to go shopping where we wanted to go shopping. If you want to buy something, everything mm-hmm. was closed. You have to be what we call click and collect. You you buy online and you collect it outside the shop. Have you have you had the same thing mm-hmm. in Denmark? Yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. So so um then maybe your errands list. Like I have an errands list um that's called Klaus Ulsson, which is my favorite gadget shop here um uh, they have everything i think and maybe not the high tech here, but a lot of you know mid-tech things um so i put that that might be reactivated and put back mm. so that you have yeah. more context lists for that so a question would be what context lists do you need to activate or you know reactivate or make new that uh, that was that needs that was not there before the pandemic or
1: during and, and as always, it's, it's always um, interesting to reflect on whether you have the right list, uh, how easy it is uh, for you to find the right things to work on at any given time. And especially in times of change like these, um, just like you said, there will be will be a lot of changes. Um, I imagine, like you said, yeah, the office list is, is coming back. Um, it was interesting for me, reflecting back now on my system, where some things would normally go on an errands list, had previously gone to the ad computer list to mm. buy online, and then maybe the errands list to to stop by and pick it up so so there will likely be some some changes there as well um and yeah the the um the the uh, things things to do at the office things around the office um just the the way that things are opening up will likely impact your system and again reflecting on whether you have the right list for the things that you are engaged in this um it's probably a good time now to to look through that list mm-hmm. that list of lists
0: yeah and um I know that a lot of leaders around the world have had, you know, special um, lists for when the p- pandemic is over for projects that, you know, yeah. you, you want to do. I just talked to a coach, coaching client this morning when, and she told me that they are now planning to go back to the office and, you know, she's ahead of that uh, coordination there that have to do with the national... You know um health care um corona uh, regulations where you can't be you know all the people would be 58 people at the office they could be 19 and how mm-hmm. do they handle who's not there at what point of time who can be there and with which days and you know there's a big coordination there but that that was on a that would be on a list for for um if you get that idea, we need to plan that, then it should be on uh, a project on hold until it's ready to be activated and then move to project active. Yeah. So,
1: and, I, and I think I've seen, I've, I've seen that a lot as well with, you know, uh, the impact of the pandemic has had such uh you know the, the a lot of projects has sprung from that in the administration work in mm-hmm. handling changes handling new processes so um that's that's perhaps a good advice as well to to reflect on whether there's something in your life that has shown up that hasn't been captured as projects that so mm-hmm. preparing to return to the office for example is there anything you need to do any new new process that has to be you know taking into account things that you have to do to get to the office uh, those uh, tests planned if you have to show up with uh, uh, negative tests things like that could mm. also si- significantly impact your system and and uh, thinking back through the coaching clients that I've worked with virtually now over the the, the past uh, yeah, year now <laughs> it really is um you know there have been a lot of projects that have shown up simply to to replan reschedule handle all those changes so uh, so be sure to be on the lookout for those as well when you you refresh your system exactly
0: so we've covered uh, looking at your um know, project on hold someday maybe is looking at your context what else should be considered do you think
1: one thing that i've noticed also is is the calendar the calendar has really changed for a lot of people again coming back to the office uh, in some cases will have made some some changes in your calendar uh, meetings that are going on that you now have to attend to physically where you might be able to attend virtually previously and Maybe some things are starting up again. New projects will be kicked off because now you can can sit down and and be together again. So things will start mm-hmm. to open up, and maybe that'll require some some more meetings. So be sure to to hang on to your calendar. <laughs> I think uh, some of the good aspects of of learning to work from home has also been to experience just how how life working life can be different uh, mm-hmm. with the good and bad that comes with that, and, and and be sure to hang on to the good parts, especially when it comes to the calendar, because there are you know keeping those free blocks of time if you're one of the people that have a really full calendar keeping that that room in your calendar to work on your planned projects that that is really uh, i think critical and it's something that can easily be lost if you're in in an organization where where that can happen keeping room for hmm. that maybe keeping room for more unplanned work Uh, Mm. Be sure to leave room for that because, again, Mm. with the uncertain times, um, then maybe you need a bit more room. Uh, And and this can be a significant chunk of the day. If you Mm. have a lot of unplanned work, be sure to have time for that unplanned work because otherwise – this might impact your defining work, meaning clarifying and organizing your inboxes. Mm. And then that'll start to to slow the system down. So really, uh, I would say, really keep an eye on that calendar. It can be, um, um, you know, that uh, com- coming back, let's see if we can hang on to the good aspects of, of how the calendar looked before, if it looked better in mm. this uh, working from home days. Mm. What's um, your experience with the, the calendar?
0: Um... Well, I have a lot of experience with my calendar, but, uh, <laughs> post pandemic, um, uh, well, I, I the, 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 coaching client I mentioned, uh, she also, um, she made me very happy because uh, back in 2013, I think it was, I did, um, my first seminar in this, this is a big Norwegian, you know, multinational or it's there in several countries organization. And, um, uh big company and they they and i i talked to them about why are your uh the default in your outlook calendar always an hour for your for your meetings and Mm -hmm. um you know because the you know the the devil in the default is that because if you are physically meeting people that is you know that you can. Uh, it's short, maybe shorter from your 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 home office to your toilet than in the, your office to the toilet, <laughs> and and there are less distractions maybe on the route uh, going there and and uh, and and coming back. So so that to have a default one hour meeting so that you have one hour and then the next one is just in the nip that in the butt, is it ma- makes it impossible for you to. You know go to the toilet pick up a cup of coffee and just refresh your memory or just write take some extra notes if you find your identify your next actions from that meeting you just were in and uh, and get ready for the next one so so she told me that that they now have default when you try to make a meeting one hour it will then jump back and be 50 minutes
1: Whee! Mm,
0: yeah. and then if you try to do it half an hour it will be 20 minutes so actually it's the system the default uh is um taken into account that you can't it's not possible to yeah. be in two different spaces at the same time yeah. so and that is one the reflection I, I i'm thinking that um, you might want to do that or you might do what i do is that when i have i have automatically you know automatic booking of my calendar so if a coaching clients want to meet me or we want to schedule something a little off like if lars want to well you can see my calendar so that's very easy for you <laughs> yeah. but um, um but if you were an external person who wanted to get a meeting with me you can pick that in a uh, in a calendar and that calendar is suited that way that I need at least 45 minutes from the last meeting to the next meeting before I accept
1: mm-hmm. yep.
0: so that means if you want to make a meeting with me on that starts on the hour it will be at least one hour between that meeting and my next meeting yeah and then from the next meeting to the next one is also one hour, which makes it possible for me to, you know, finish my notes, um, you know, capture my next actions, um, you know, uh, uh, archive my notes if I need to do that. And, and I have also some time to process email in between there before the next meeting starts. So, so I think that to set aside enough time for reflection might be Uh, If you want to have like a New Year's resolution, call it post-pandemic resolution, is reflect more. Mm, Set aside time to think more. Don't be so hung up in doing, because if you get hung up in doing, you don't know if you are doing the right things if you don't take the time to reflect. Yeah. So.
1: And that change in the calendar is—I know it has had a significant impact in in, in some organizations that I'm aware of. Mm. Um, I recently attended a, a seminar with a Danish company that has implemented a four-day work week, so taking Fridays off and mm. making that a, a part of the weekend. Wow. One of the things that they had done. Uh, was exactly that to to really cut down on meetings, saying they can they can take 20 minutes uh, and then in exceptional cases we'll go to 40 or 45 but but really really cut them down wherever they could Um, Mm. and obviously that's you know they could do that in their line of work Um, and so it's not for everyone but it was a an interesting recommendation and i saw it from another major danish company that i worked with a while back um, where uh, one of the participants uh, came actually from i think yeah, so somewhere in Asia, um, they, they were in Denmark attending some other things and were able to attend the GCD training. Um, they had actually done that um, change in outlook saying that, you know, it's going to be 15 uh, 50 minutes uh, instead of mm-hmm. an hour. So there were 10 minutes. Um, the reason for it was less about what we talk about and more from a health and safety concern that they actually had people that would be running around, falling over, uh, hurting themselves <laughs> when they ran from <laughs> meeting one meeting to the next. Great. Uh, as it sounds yeah. so that that's where that actually came from from them that now they all had these 15-minute meetings um because mm. they were really trying to uh take take good care of their workers uh, from that perspective mm. well so, uh, uh, yeah in, an interesting perspective on, on that
0: uh yeah and i think some some norwegians would do the same or scandinavian people would do the same that it will run to get to a meeting but i think that it's more likely that they'll be too late for a meeting <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it could also be the case i don't know if yeah. you've
0: heard that expression and i don't know if this is an international expression but the the academic 15 minutes
1: yeah no, at least it's in Denmark as well
0: yeah yeah so so if you are in academia uh, you are notoriously 50 minutes late yeah, yeah so <laughs>
1: so we kind I of taught for, that from the university <laughs> i think maybe
0: this is an urban myth i hope <laughs> let's pretend it is um, but it is uh it is uh that we they actually have a concept for explaining why people are late mm, it's because yeah. they 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 don't care they're yeah mm. i need to get my coffee yeah. i need to go to the toilet i'm late okay well, so what <laughs> so so for the people who are so what uh then the, it might be a good idea to have that um you know the system, system um where you don't have to do the so what mm. because you will be and on I'd time be- because you have that ten minutes that you need.
1: Yeah. And I've had I don't remember where it came from, whether it was someone who told me or read it somewhere, but uh, I once read that if you're on time for a meeting, you're late. Uh, in yeah. the sense that that your mind is just not has not, you know, settled and is ready for the next thing. If you haven't had a chance to just, you know, look at the meeting, look at the agenda, look at your notes, whatever you needed to do to prepare. Uh it might be the case that even being on time is 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 too late. Yeah, it's too late yeah. and Other that, than that, yeah. I think uh, you know, um Reflecting on the tools that you have, um, whether you need anything new, for example, inboxes, maybe if you're, uh, you know, you had your inbox uh, at home, maybe you're having an in-transit inbox, you maybe have the red in folder from the DGD seminars, Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe you need to refresh your inbox at the office as well, or maybe different tools, maybe now that you will be driving to the office again, maybe you need to look into different capture tools, audio capture tools, so you can Mm -hmm. maybe safely while you are on the go um making sure that you have that set up and have that in your practice uh yeah <laughs> and more for those listening is uh, showing the gcd capture wallet capture wallet.com. um that, that's uh, that's also a, a helpful friend when, when mm. capturing
0: yeah and one one other friend that I get uh, a lot of good feedback on is the um, and this is um, we don't get paid for this, the Capture Wallet is actually, um, Wallet.com is a webshop we run from Productive Norge. But uh, the Brain Toss, Brain Toss, in like a brain and then T-O-S-S, in one word, Brain Toss, is um, a capture tool that is lives on your fo- mobile or your smartwatch, if it's supported like an Apple watch. And uh, it's like uh, two taps and send a message to yourself. And, and, uh, a lot, a lot of my coaching clients come back to me and say that this really helps me get things out of my head. You're out walking. You suddenly remember something. If you take your phone up with one hand, you, you take off the, the, um, uh, you open it up, you tap one tap, you say what you need to say. And then you cl- tap to send and voila, it's gone. It's on in your email inbox with, a. Um, a transcription of what you said um, and uh if if here he, the the system misunderstands you you have the fallback of um an mp3 file of the what you said and an audio file of what you said yeah and and they also like the the possibility of like when you're let's say you're in the attic looking for something then you find your old um skiing shoes and you remember i need to get a pair new pair how do you remember that well you open brain toss you open the um, the camera and you take just take a one photo and then close it it will appear in your inbox which yeah. is uh for a lot of people to have that flexibility because most people do carry their mobile phones everywhere so that's just um, a good 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 alternative to anything else that you can put mm. on your phone at least so yeah yeah. My my only pet peeve about using digital tools is, and this you might want to post-pandemic reflect on, is that if you're like me, you're easily distracted when you open your phones, you have a lot of red dots, badges saying that you have so-and-so, you lost this, and your fear of missing out will pull you into that, and you might forget what you're supposed to do. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, there are ways around that as well as like removing all the badges, saying that you know, I will not have badges, I will not have notifications, or just put put uh, the the apps that you want a notification on on page number two. So when you open your phone, you will not see them when you want to capture.
1: Because
0: mm. I'm so easily distracted, I can't, <laughs> I can't.
1: Yeah. Show me and just something. On the, yeah. on the capture tools, uh, I use Paintos for a while as well. Today I used uh, just a Memos app. On my my watch uh, especially when it comes to you know bigger things that i want to get to get out of my head um there will be typically be a limitation on on um, on these uh, Capture tools like Brain toss and, and others, um, where the memo's up, I can just uh, go on and on and on, <laughs> just mm. keep keep talking, uh, because it is you know if I if I look at the the recordings that I've done over the past uh, couple of weeks, um, you know many of them are about ten to twenty seconds, uh, but there's also one that you know a minute fifteen, a minute and a half, mm. um, just bigger things that I want to make sure i give myself the context to really fully grasp the idea that i had at the time mm. when i was recorded it um so it'll be you know cool ideas for company uh, collaborations or seminar ideas or mm. uh, some some bigger things that don't necessarily fit into a, a, a 15 second time slot or whatever yeah. that it might be on that on that device
0: yeah brain is also longer i don't know if there is, a, is if it is a, a limit at all so but um, okay
1: they used to yeah. be they might have changed yeah. okay
0: well, I will look into that to see if it is but I don't think it is uh, just um, for, and, mm. and
1: also well while you're checking um yep um maybe a check of the higher horizons would be in place uh, perhaps you already have some different practices regarding this, that you do this at set times around the year. I think at least the areas of focus uh, would be fun to look at at this mm-hmm. time, making sure that they're up to date, uh, areas of focus and accountability that you are, you know, things that you're responsible for might, yeah. you know, wake up once again. Yep. So things might have been put on hold, things that you needed to uh, arrange reg- around the office, uh, you know, let's say it was a. Um, um you know a social gathering friday after work for example that you yeah. were in charge of, of making happen that that's obviously been on hold for a while uh maybe now that can can take place so you need to to mm-hmm. pick up that one and, and perhaps the areas of focus and accountability uh, horizon 2 would be helpful a, a helpful list to run through
0: absolutely and um like um for some of us the, the pandemic has um uh, made it difficult for us to be social with our family especially the elder ones the older ones because they we want to protect them and um, now that we look at your like i look at my my ears of focus as son, of course uh, i am understanding that the world has changed and we can do more things together Hmm. now and maybe we should set aside some time to do that yeah, um, and and to you know to lift it up to, and and just to recalibrate, go to the top. If you have your horizons of focus, go to the the the, the purpose, values, and principles, and look at has that changed, how, how that yep. changed a little. If you haven't looked at that for a while, go back and look at it, because it's definitely. I'm sure that uh, maybe I'm not sure, but I'm I, I know that the pandemic has changed me a little, uh, my focus what no. I think is important in the world is it's actually been more what I thought was important before has been even more important. Now. Mm. Um, some of the things I thought were important are not so important now, you know, before, uh, you, you think that, Oh yeah. You know, you have these ideas that are not, you know, just self-serving maybe ideas. Now you understand that those ideas are not part of your core values. So mm. to reconnect with your core values, um, it's important to make sure that you're on the right route You make the right decisions mm. after yep. the pandemic
1: yeah and i can certainly recognize that as you know typical human uh, behavior once you lose access to something or something that you can't do you suddenly maybe realize the the value more clearly so i can certainly recognize that from from that perspective that that something has changed something has been more made more clear i think in this in this past year maybe maybe
0: and i I think that a lot of people you know and, and this is my general idea of what i've found that when i talk to people or i have this general feeling more and i would like to have your input is that people you know during corona has been uh, understanding more the 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 thank you city for waking up um <laughs> I, I was input. not talking to you no uh, <clears throat> no i was thinking that the 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 people are are this is my thinking please give me feedback because I think that people have, um, found that the values that they have, the, the joy they found in, in physical objects, like a new car or something like that might not be, um, and you know, the, the big home or the, you know, the, that might be not as important as, you know, the human aspects, my family, Mm. my close friends, the people I care about, how much more, um. Because I think that they have, they have become even you have even bigger. Um, if, you, if, you, if you still can bear being with your loved ones, uh, <laughs> you have been going through the war together and that you'll, be, you'll be knitted closer to the people you're close to, hopefully and that, yeah. that 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 value perspective might have changed that your you know the physical objects that you might think would be important for you are not so valuable anymore i don't know what's mm-hmm. your input on this lars
1: yeah yeah it could be um hopefully for some some in in some cases i guess it it would be the case um at least for me uh, i have definitely seen the, the um uh, the, the the change um the clearest example in my case is my grandfather who lives in in, in Norway outside of Oslo uh, that we definitely want to come visit but we yeah. just have not been able to do that for so long so so that's certainly an area of of focus and 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 you know values for me that are clearly impacted by this uh, the restrictions that that take mm. place in in, yeah, in these times mm. definitely
0: and now he will be receiving visits hopefully yes
1: hopefully (laughs) hopefully soon we can can go there I Mm. hope that that's the case soon
0: okay um do you have something to add Lars to this I'm no, I think we sausage. covered uh,
1: what 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 was originally the intent of this, just to mm-hmm. to hopefully give listeners and viewers some inspiration on how they can you know reflect uh, on their their system, their practices, see how that might be impacted by uh, the the changing times that we've all mm-hmm. experienced over the last uh, year. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully this has been helpful to to think those things through. And again, like Morten said in the beginning, if you have any input, if there's something that showed up on your radar after listening to this, then be sure to send us an email. We love hearing from you.
0: Yeah, we do. So will you take us out, Lars? I will certainly do that. And please pay attention. <laughs> he has something very important to say
1: very important don't fast forward don't skip don't <laughs> no. we always wrap up with uh, reminding you to head on over to gtdnordic.com that's where you find the country websites for all of the nordic countries and on those websites you can find all of our offerings all of the articles about gtd um and so much more regarding our both courses uh, seminars the speeches the coaching both physical and virtual so we hope you'll head on over there um We always like to remind you that if you are in the US or Canada, you can head on over to VitalSmarts.com and gcdfocus.com is where you will find coaches in that region. And for everyone else, gettingthingsdone.com is where you go to find your local partners to help you really learn GCD. And as always, we really hope that you find these episodes valuable. We have a lot of fun making them, reflecting on the topics and, and sharing our thoughts with you. And, um, uh, if you appreciate these uh, episodes, then it really helps us. If you perhaps share it with a colleague or a friend that might benefit from GCD. We hope you do that. And a five-star
0: rating on iTunes is never wrong. Okay. <laughs>
1: Maybe a little <laughs> review that
0: helps discover discoverability for us. Yeah. Thanks. Well thank you for listening. Thank you, Loris. Always good to be with you and um people you too. stay safe and stay productive until next time. Bye bye.
1: Bye everyone.